Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. This is episode 18th. Josh, it's April 1st today. As I mentioned to you, just crazy, kind of hard to believe that we've turned the calendar to April 1st here today. That paired with the really nice weather we've had these past couple of days uh, really has me just thinking and prepping for what we need to to get lined up before we're ready for planners to to, uh, roll in the field here. Yeah, I'm in, uh, kind of in our home studio here. I'm up in Zamboda today, and yeah, it's uh, really nice weather and been a nice stretch here. And um, yeah, looking forward to, to getting back out there. I think a lot of us have been a little bit cooped up here the, the last 10, 12 days. And um, I know we have uh, some of our plot seed we got to distribute to our team here the next week or so. And um, yeah, hopefully the weather cooperates and, um, you know, we can get to the field soon. I know the, the local Pioneer Rep team is, is busy pounding the highway, delivering seed right now, getting everything uh, where it needs to be and um, kind of some of that last minute prep here uh, and hopefully hopefully by the middle of the month here hopefully we got some activity I know um, some growers might be you know maybe starting to to drag some manure and some other things so that's always exciting when you get some field activity but um, yeah it um, we're getting close hopefully the weather keeps cooperating yeah absolutely we are starting to see more of that activity um, in fields a little farther south where I live and um, but that really does have us thinking about I mean you mentioned that our sales reps and ourselves were, were thinking about distributing plot seed and getting some of those things lined up as well. And along with that, I just kind of brings upon the idea of there's several different on-farm trials that I think one can consider across their operation to really just start to maximize their investments across their acres. You know, what are some of those factors that are really driving a positive ROI across their operation? So just wanted to talk through some of those today in case it might spark some interest for someone wanting to, to incorporate these across a few of their acres. So for starters, Josh, one thing that comes to my mind would be just some different ways to really optimize seeding rate, seeding rate across your acres with some maybe specific on-farm trials. Yeah, I mean, there's a um, the on-farm trial, on-farm research. Um, it's something I, I encourage all of our, our customers to, to really take a look at uh, each year. Um, you know, input costs, it, 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 none of this stuff is cheap anymore. And really understanding, you know, getting that, that input cost dialed in and, and understanding the ROI, it's important. And and in today's world, with so many variable rate seeding planners out there, um, seeding rates are an easy, easy thing to adjust. And it could be as simple as, you know, just doing some strips. I'm going to do some, you know, maybe my standard rate is thirty-six thousand. I'm going to do a couple passes at thirty-three, a couple at thirty-eight to try to understand that interaction based on the current management I have. Um, but I think it's always something that's extremely important. And and then you know, Allie, as you maybe we try to make this a little bit more complex. Um, you know, sometimes there's other factors that may interact with seeding rate, whether it be fungicide or, or other crop nutrition things. But um, seeding rate's always a good one to do, and I think a lot of growers maybe do that already. But um, you know, I think you know every year, you know, and maybe do multiple hybrids. It could vary so much by hybrid too, Alley. We talk about seeding rates vary, but but yeah, doing some seeding rate trials on all your hybrids and, and letting letting that sort out. You know, um, with as planted and yield mapping and having someone summarize that, it's a great way to, to try to dial in that, that seed, seed input cost across the operation. Yeah, I think so too. And, and you mentioned, Josh, I mean, outside of seeding rate, there's several different factors that you could maybe even layer in with some of those seeding rates. And, and fungicide was one of those that came top of mind. I think fungicide is that discussion that no matter the year, we're always making that discussion that decision of, you know, maybe which hybrids we want to target over others. So I think there's some really nice work to be done, not only hybrid by hybrid, uh, but farm by farm as well. Uh, One thing with fungicides just to consider, 
Um, I think it's always nice if you have the type of setup that allows you to um, observe fungicide applications either with or without a fungicide application within the same field. I think if you can get multiple locations, you know, we tend to break it out more of fungicide uh, locations that are sprayed with and those those that are without. So there's there's def- definitely some different ways that you can start to break out some of that data on the fungicide side of things. Anything you want to want to add in on the fungicide piece? Yeah, no, I think it's always a, another, you know, when we do look at an input cost, that, that's a big one, you know, $25 to $30 an acre, but it's also one that we've seen that can have 15 to 30 bushel an acre, um, you know, you know, improvement and, and calculating that ROI is important. And, you know, and other things I like to look at, you know, obviously there's always some fertility, some nitrogen, sulfur opportunities there, starter on, starter off. Um, you know, alternate row spacing, something we've played around a little bit. There's a lot of people intrigued with that kind of a 20, 40, 20 row spacing or that, that 30, 60, 30 or 60 inch. I know a lot of growers are, are kind of toying with some of those things, but um, we've had a little experience at row spacing thing and it's, it's really intriguing. And uh, those are just some other easy trials, but then the other part of it is um, some growers, you know, maybe listening to this saying, oh, well, it just, it takes so much time and it's a lot of organization. And, and one thing Allie, that we try to do when, when growers have interest, you know, depending on their technology that they have available to in the planner, but a lot of these things can really be set up as kind of a, a card in card out trial where, you know, basically a prescription loaded on the monitor for the planner, maybe a prescription for the, the sprayer or the fungicide, a prescription for the side dress thing. You know, in some cases, these trials can be done strictly by, you know, it's just a card in card out trial and summarize it at the end. And in LA, I think that's one thing you and I, you know, I know you do some of these, I do some of these, but I'd encourage growers to you know, maybe think about some of these factors and, and see if there's a technological way that they could do this without really hampering or slowing down the operation. And when we come back from the break, we will talk about some of those specific ways that we could help you create that kind of card in, card out on farm trial. Uh, so when we come back, we'll talk about those different options.